combat divas. Stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas. Hey. Yo! Welcome back to the Combat Diva Podcast. This your girl TG. And your girl Tanisha V. Hey, and we back for another episode. Might be slightly controversial, so uh, my disclaimer is that Tanisha B has a stance that she she won't uh, veer from, and so oh. this should be very interesting. Unwavering. Un- Unwavering. Unwavering. That's a, that's a good way to put it, Tanisha We're B. We're gonna talk about some surviving R. Kelly today. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's get into I it. I mean, we talk about the age thing all together. Because, I mean, some... Here's my devil's advocate a little bit. Okay. Now, I'm not saying underage, but as we come of age, we are... I, personally, have been always attracted to older men. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like, what does that say about... You can't bash everybody who who is uh, you know attracted to older men or anything like that. Because I personally have been attracted to older men my whole life. I'm married to an older man. Mm-hmm. My husband is 10 years older than me. And mm-hmm. like I'm perfectly okay with that. But then people come back to say, I've heard the argument that, mm-hmm. well, when your husband was 20, that means you was 10. So that shit's still nasty. <laughs> it's like, well, when I was 10, I didn't even know him. Well, nor did he know me, nor would he be like... Yeah, I'm looking at her. I can't wait eight more years. I'm gonna get out of here. Like yeah, that wasn't that type of relationship. So, I, it it it's not it's not acceptable for R. Kelly to do anything. That I I got it. But at the same time, too, I I think it was a different culture and climate at that time where people didn't see, you know, the the age different as much. Or if they saw it, a lot of people did turn a blind eye to it. Not just when it came to R. Kelly, but a whole bunch of other people. Well, they turned a blind eye. I'm like, I don't, I'm not really sure if they turned a blind eye per se. Um, they more along the lines of his music is good, so it's like, it's like they really, really went more towards the music and they kind of like, I don't know, hypnotize people. I don't know exactly <laughs> what happened, but <clears throat> to talk to the point that you're saying, like, um, you being young or you've always been attracted to older men. And that's fine in a sense, but you could be attracted to that older man all day, but that older man shouldn't be just as attracted to you as you are to him. Because you're seeing something from two different set of eyes. Like if you 13 and 14 years old and you looking at this man that's like a good 15, 20 years or whatever older than you, you're seeing something way different from an adolescent stage than that man is looking down and seeing at you. What he should be looking down and seeing at you. He should look down and see you as a child child. with a crush. Like, oh, she's so cute. (laughs) Not like, oh, (laughs) she's so cute. I mean, it's creepy. (laughs) It's creepy when you use that voice. But I mean... (laughs) I get where you're coming from. I'm just saying, the Survivor R. Kelly documentary came out recently. Yeah. Okay. And I, I get the outrage. I get, but this came out years ago. I remember being younger and seeing the DVDs hitting the streets and everybody wanted to see the sex tape. I mean, shit, I remember, I, I think I, I did see the sex tape of R. Kelly urinating on the girl, unfortunately. And it was disgusting, but I was a child back then, too. And I don't remember a big outrage like in my grandparents and stuff because, again, older people, all they said was, see them fast-ass girls. Like, nobody really blamed R. Kelly back then. Not I won't say nobody. A lot of people did not really blame him. They blamed the females. And I, to this day, I still don't understand why. 
and that was a problem back then but maybe it was just that generation and now we have such a big platform so when we do have something to say we're gonna say that shit like if i get mad at ashley furniture or, or got chase bank <laughs> i'm gonna take it to twitter and i'm gonna be like you know i had this experience with chase bank fuck chase bank they're terrible they don't like black people right, right, right? right. now if i put that out not saying they do chase bank i love you 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 good people i'm just using an example uh-huh. If I put that out, Chase Bank going to come back and talk to me immediately and try to rectify the situation so it don't blow up. So I think that we have such a big platform now as the millennial group. Mm-hmm. We have a platform to say something, and now we are saying something. But, like, like when people be like, oh, why, why is it now all of a sudden? Because he's done this shit for, like, he's done this shit years ago. This stuff came out years ago. Yeah. And I remember when it came out, I'm like, what, with the... Uh, not with the Aaliyah thing just yet because that came out in 1994. 1994, when all that stuff came out, I was what, about about nine years old when it all came out. Mm. So I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, I, I'm not even de- mentally developed in my mind to even How pay attention. How old were you in 94? I, I was nine years old. Nine years old, okay. Like, Go ahead. What, I'm listening to the music, music I probably shouldn't even be listening to. AJ number the number. <laughs> what the fuck I know about all that shit? I don't know shit about that. I just know the beat is good. It's nice. My parents listen to R. Kelly, and you can hear him in the background. And Aaliyah's cute. She got this whole thing, this whole vibe going on. I right. like what I see. I'm not paying attention to a age difference between a grown ass man and a young ass child. Right now, I, did you know the, Aaliyah was 15 back then? Because I, I don't not, think I made the I correlation. Didn't even, I didn't even know. Okay, I go just, ahead. I'm gonna... Because you know, when you're nine years old, anybody <laughs> that's in a teenage or just somebody that's adult singing on TV. Oh, they old. Yeah, they you so saw them as grown. At nine years old, anybody that was fifteen years old, I'm like, damn, they old as hell. <clears throat> you right. So, to go to the allegations about with like the video that was in two thousand one. So in two thousand one, I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. I'm still not making that connection with that whole thing. Like I didn't even see. I think I didn't even see the video. Um, the the. The little nasty video. I didn't even see that until maybe like I was what about eighteen, maybe nineteen. Mm, and you referring to the video when he urinated right, on the girl, ur- right? When okay. he was urinating on a whole ass child, mm-hmm. a child, a right? Whole child. Right. She was yep. a child. Okay. She was a child, fourteen years old. Yeah. Yeah. You right? Okay. So I mean, at fifteen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm still not even making that connection because I'm like, okay, he got some stuff going on. He up that touch. He messing around with some girl. Mm. And I'm still listening to the music because the music is still being played on the radio. It's still being played at my auntie's backyard barbecues. <laughs> Everybody's still stepping the backyard to it barbecue. and bouncing to it, juking to it. Yeah, stepping the name of like, Because yeah. everybody just kind of like honed into the to the music. I'm like, I'm. I think that the the people of our generation, like not our generation, but the ones before us, dropped the ball because had they not dropped the ball and called this motherfucker to like to the stake on this whole shit, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even be able to like hear none of the shit. Like all his shit would be muted, like dead. I have to agree that I don't know. I think they didn't have a platform A, but B, I don't know if that generation really. I think that was a generation where they didn't want to speak up a lot. Well, that's their business. Like, yeah. uh, so I hear a lot of people in that generation, and that generation I mean like, you know, people born between maybe the really late '60s and like mid '70s. Like, I would say that that's the generation that kind of came up with the whole, you know, in the mix when R. Kelly was doing what he was doing. Now there are some people who were like against R. Kelly back then. Like, I have family members who could not stand R. Kelly back then because he would come 
you know, around the basketball court and stuff like that and pick up little girls. Like, what the fuck is grown nigga doing around these goddamn Right, kids? and they was like 15, 16 at the time, and then here come Aura, you know, Kels, Robert, you know, him and him and Danny Boy used to be together all the time uh, back then. Now, we grew up in Chicago, so, like, we saw this, right? right? And they used to be together, and they used to come through the basketball course and, you know, come with the girls on the sideline, and all the girls would be starstruck and stuff like that, and they loved it. You know, they, they fed on that attention. But it was it was people in that age range that didn't like it. But it was t- people in the age range too that was just accepted. It. it was just like, oh, that's just well, if they want them, they want them type of thing. But nobody, it was like a, not a big outcry. I personally had friends that had relationships with people who were older than them, and I know people, family members. Uh, I got cousins and stuff that had relationship with people who was older than them, and nobody never said nothing. Like these people didn't go to jail. Like if you 14, you just had a baby by a 28 year old, and that 28 year old did not go to jail. I feel like people, uh, I think it's like they don't know. They know it's wrong. They know something should be said. But if you don't know exactly what to do and how to go about doing mm-hmm. something about it, a lot of times people just don't do anything about it. Yeah. And then they leave it to somebody else to take care of it. Like, okay, that's wrong. Mm. What are her parents said? Uh, I keep hearing parents that take argument. Care of that's not I, none of my business. A lot of people take... Like feel like they don't take they don't take any accountability because a lot of people saying oh that ain't none of my business but it it really is it's really your business their business like it should be everybody's business when something like that is happening because I keep hearing the arguments about the parents and you know it's so annoying to me first of all let's kind of outline the generation so a lot of that gen- like I personally didn't grow up with my parents my grandparents raised me right. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job. They did the best they could. But, like, a lot of times you can get stuff over on your grandmama and them because they kind of older. Then I could have probably got away with my real parents. But a lot of people in my generation grew up didn't really have their parents. They either had only their mama and their mama was working all the time, trying to provide, you know, trying to put food on the table. Or if they did have, you know, or they lived with their grandparents or it's only a few people that really had both their mama and their daddy. And it was like a shock. Like, we made jokes about it, like, get your ass out of here. You got your mama and your daddy at home. <laughs> like, you know, shit like that. Like, it was like a foreign thing growing up. It wasn't the norm. Right. Because the parents about- wasn't there all the time. So I can't say, well, where the parents was at? Because these kids can't be the fault, 14-year-olds growing up without parents. I can't fault them. I can fault their parents. They should have been there. Yeah, but they just wasn't around at that time. It was a different generation. It was a different time. I think a lot of us, um, some people were fortunate, very fortunate to have their parents, but a lot of them was uh, was unfortunate because when we came up, we were born in the 80s, mid-80s. Right. right. And yours more towards like, let me see. Okay, same so, same about, damn time, so right? The mid-80s. Which I mean, yours was more like. No, bro, but I'm, what I'm saying is just like, think about... A lot of the um, parents that, that gave birth to us in the 80s, a lot of their parents fell victim to that whole big old drug thing that kind of just swept. That's the true. Whole, they like, was just like just, New Jack City in and up. Just swept straight through. And I mean, <laughs> I can even like attest to it myself. Like my mom, thank goodness I had my mom. She raised me and my brother both by herself. Mm-hmm. But it was her working hard, like, See? you know, from morning to, you know, late at night or whatever. It was just her. My dad fell victim to that whole drug thing or yeah. whatever. So a lot of parents kind of like, they didn't get that two parent household because of that the whole drug thing, which makes exactly. it makes it hard when people be like, well, where were the parents? Where were the parents? Well, fuck, they was out here working. Yeah, they was either working or, unfortunately, they fell victim to the whole drug game. They was either 
moving drugs or doing drugs. Like, and I know that for a certainty. Yeah. So you had that whole generation. So like, I can see how it was murky and the waters was muddy when R. Kelly, R. Kelly was coming around and kind of, you know, preying on these young girls. Yeah. And I do have to still say this preying because, I mean, he still was an adult. Like, dude, you grown. Like, right. by the letter of the law, unfortunately, the letter of the law says, <laughs> if I'm not 18, I cannot consent to sex with you. I can't consent exactly. to sex with somebody who's still under... If I'm 17 and he's 17, I still, under the letter of the law, I really can't consent so to sex. I, look, like I was saying, like, you can't even consent to a fucking field trip. Yeah, right. Consent to some grown ass. When you seventeen, my mama got to sign my trip slip. Somebody, some Until type of 18. parent guardian, got to sign my trip slip to the goddamn zoo. Yeah, that's just. So how do I give you consent as a grown ass? <laughs> I, can't, I can't give you a goddamn thing. Like I can't give you shit. That's the letter of the law, <laughs> and that's just what the law says. Like you can't. But I do think that we were mature back then. When we were 14 to 15. You thought you were mature. I feel, I feel like we were. I feel like we was really moving and shaking. I feel like we all felt like we was mature. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all know we, we think we know everything. I think I was pretty I was pretty well-rounded at uh, 14. I was I was still crazy as hell, but like I was I knew a lot. Like I was pretty smart. I, I feel like if you was like just like today, if you can reflect far back as to what you was doing and what you was talking about at 14, you'd be like Really? Like, damn, I was doing this shit? I was saying this shit? Just like this? I'm just educated now. Like, I always had street smarts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like, with 14, like, you know how they say, oh, these girls is fast. They fast. They fast. I'm like, they could be fast. I don't give a fuck if they was fast as goddamn Tasmanian devil. He should said no. Yeah, I'm mean, still. I get it. Even if they naked jump on this motherfucker's lap. He should be like, girl, where the fuck your mom at? Get, don't, somebody get this child, somebody get her, somebody get her. But they can't, they, they victim blame, they blame the children. That's true. And well, that's not fair. Even when I saw, when I watched, unfortunately, I, I did not want to watch the documentary. I only watched it um, just because, A, you, uh, Tanisha B, <laughs> kept, you know, really outcrying about this. Like, yeah. oh, Mute R. Kelly is terrible. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, just let me see, you know, kind of what they're talking about. And I even saw some stuff outside of the documentary where people did interviews. But every time I watched it, none of these young girls said, I didn't really want to be there. Or I didn't really want to follow R. Kelly. Or I didn't really want to. They all, you know, volunteered to be there. Like, yeah, I wanted to be there. I I wanted to be with R. Kelly. I wanted to know what it was about. Yeah, I I wanted to have sex with R. Kelly. And then the tables turned where he turned into this monster and, you know, wouldn't let me out the room. and wouldn't You know, I had to tell him when I had to go pee. And I couldn't escape and stuff like that. So, like, it started where, you know, just like a, a a crush and I wanted to be with R. Kelly. And R. Kelly, unfortunately, did what he did. And then R. Kelly kind of took it to another level with the whole, okay, I, yeah, I'm going to record everything. I'm going to make you, you know, less than a human being by urinating on you. I mean, when it came out, as far as that, I mean, even Dave Chappelle, like, how many people was not singing that Dave Chappelle song, I Wanna Piss on You? Like, he made a whole anthem out of, not an anthem. <laughs> it was, a, it was a, a parody, but he had a whole thing. I remember the, the Dave Chappelle video, he had like a yellow gallon, uh, yeah. a yellow thing, of, and it said, you're R. Kelly. I said, R. Kelly, you're on it. And he yeah. made a whole a parody about that. But it was, it, I felt like it was trying to, like... He was trying to push a boundary to be like, look, this is gross. Yeah, that, those, gross. Were, those were was like, exactly. Ah, that, Dave Chappelle, uh-huh, exactly. he, a fool, he a fool, and then they'll turn on <laughs> step in the name. Exactly. I think those were the outcries of people trying to, Saturday Night Live, I think, did a skit. Like, those are the people who was trying to say, hey, let, can we get some attention here? And people were just 
took it as a joke and never really pushed it because he got away with it. I mean, R. Kelly was it was still alleged at this point. Yeah. Right, he get he he never had to go to jail for it or anything like that. But and if people come out to make it a race thing. And say, well, if he was if he was raping, you know, Jewish white girls, then this would be a more of a big outcry. I mean, like, I listen, that too, though. but it don't matter. It don't matter if these girls was black. It don't matter if these girls was gray, Asian, uh, Puerto Rican, Mexican, uh, Guatemalan. None of that matter. No, it actually did matter because, like, if you look at the documentary, it don't. they have one of the jurors. The one of the jurors said it out of his mouth that he was like, I didn't care. I didn't like the way she looked. I didn't like the way she dressed. I didn't like it was, it, he didn't. He said everything, but like I didn't give a shit about that little black girl. But like they, they didn't take her story into account. He took it as what he saw in the video, looking at her, looking at her as a child. Like just he saw her as an adult, some little trash ass little girl, and voted against, voted in his favor. So you saying that? I feel like it does. It is the if, thing. Like, just because they he was black, this five, it was little, a whole bunch of little white girls that he had trapped up in his damn closet it, or studio. Like it, this shit wouldn't have got. I don't think it matters. I, I think that point should be a that should be a moot point for anybody who makes this argument that these that these because these girls are black nobody cares. But you know what? I even take it another realm. Not even to say white people caring about black girls. Even as a community, as black people, we didn't give a fuck. We didn't care. Yeah. Me, I wasn't even at that age to care, but I felt like our parents should have gave a shit. Yeah. Our parents should have made a bigger stink about it. And man, people saying like. Oh, surviving R. Kelly. Why is this shit coming out now? But like, it's a whole fucking timeline. It, like, this shit's been coming out. This was a people, good time for it to come people out. People been ignoring the shit for years. Like, some shit came out about R. Kelly, even all the way down to him paying off and settling out of court. Like, yeah. he's been trying to keep this shit quiet, but it's still public record. I think the Chicago Tribune held on to this shit until like now. They was like, man, okay, I got all this information. I can't wait to put it out. Where people are going to accept it? I feel like they should. And have then they they just like came out like bow. But this was a good time for them to come out because why? Because there is such a big again, we have the platform for yeah, it now. The social climate has really yeah, changed. Yeah, cuz now this is how word of mouth is so big. Social media, like yeah. if especially I hate to say it, black twitter, if we catch on, if black twitter catch on to it, we're going to ride that wave to to death. Like so yeah. We're going we gonna to talk about it, we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to argue about it until there's a lot of light shed on this. Yeah. Until now you got celebrities coming out to say, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed to have a work with R. Kelly, I'm ashamed of this, I'm ashamed of that. But, like, everything, it, I, I don't think all this outcry and all this outrage is real. I like, mean, some people are just riding the outrage wave because it's popular right now. And, it, and it's trending, it's the thing to talk about. And next week, when we're not talking about R. Kelly no more, we're talking about somebody else do something stupid. Because, I mean, this week I'm talking about Soldier Boy. So, like, and he ain't do nothing stupid, I agree with Soldier Boy. But... <laughs> it's just gonna be a, a, a something that happens every week. Next week is gonna be something else. Kim Kardashian might do something crazy. Kanye West might say something crazy again. But you know what? I, I mean, I've been on like it, I can say me myself personally is not even on the whole wave. I'm not on the bandwagon with the whole music. I can agree with you because I was even asked the question like weeks before. Like, not even weeks before, just like right after, like I put hashtag mute R. Kelly and people was like, was you saying this before the documentary? You were. And I've been saying it. I like if anybody could go back into like any of my posts that I've made like years ago, I can even go and trace it back to where maybe like even two or three years ago, like all oh, this motherfucker is a pervert, goddamn pedophile, touching on these kids. Can't yep. believe y'all still listening to this music. Mm. And then I get into arguments with people like, 
that's different. What he doing his personal life is different from the music. <laughs> I'm still going to listen. And I'm looking like, no, it's the his same voice. voice. It's the same person. Like he, everybody has that persona that they display to the world and a whole freaking monster in the dark, like I, when the cameras cut off and the studio lights go off, like it's a whole nother fucking yeah. beast in the background. And I cannot separate it because you listen to his music and it tells the whole fucking story. Like if you listen to from the very first album, not the one with public, I don't think not, not the one with public announcement, like the very his very first solo album, mm-hmm. all the way up until the shit he talks about now. Like just even starting off with people most popular, um, uh, what's that bump and grind? My mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body, my body is telling me yes. I mean, you could have a point there. Okay, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't listen to it like that. But <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to speak to the point when people would be like, um, when people be like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> when, when people would be like, um, like with the whole my my mind is telling me, you know, my mind is telling me no, but my body is yes. But it's like, right. it, goes, it speaks to the point when your body betrays you. <laughs> Your body, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like I get your body, it your body literally it. betrays you. Even coming down to like, um, you know, we go talk, we go get a little dark. But a rape victim, mm-hmm. a rape victim, like that person that victimized that person to be like, oh, well, she liked it, she enjoyed it, she came. But mm-hmm. that means absolutely nothing. Like your body is going to react to what's happening, to what's going on, like the nerve endings, your everything, like your body, like your mind right. doesn't want to, you literally, just so you won't shut all the way to hell down, your your brain shuts it down. Right. And your body just does what it does. I can agree with that, but that's why I keep coming out to say, this is the prime time to come out. The Me Too movement. Yeah. Um, the feminist uh, march this past weekend, you know, it, this is the perfect time to come out with a documentary like yeah. that, you know, because we, we all know the future is female wave and this is the time to give a voice to women and women who were victimized in any way because you know unfortunately america likes a victim and so you know we 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 ride that wave not saying that it's right or wrong because either way i i agree that r kelly shouldn't have done this like i i'm on that side But at the, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that it's a, a guessing game. I mean, he's a he's an adult. Like I got it. You know, it's, it's wrong is wrong. But at the same time, I, I can see why the documentary came out when it did, how it did, why it's now, yeah, and why it's getting so much traction. Yeah. and I'm glad that it's getting traction because mm-hmm. I do. I, I mean, he's still touring and still out there. So I mean, th- things of this nature are Which no doubt what, probably still a, going on. As a Reese, he's been released from his. Um, he's been released like due to all these new allegations. Well, bringing up all these allegations he's right. been investigated like he's been released from his his labels yeah i did they see sony and a bunch labels. of people they're not but... paying him no yeah more. and i, I feel that. like now but they feeling that push because of this documentary y'all knew not even because not because of the come, documentary you can't tell me the, the this the whole industry and the inside the inner workings of the industry all these motherfuckers knew but Sony and all the motherfuckers like, oh hell no, <laughs> yeah hell no, no you gonna drop this motherfucker quick, yeah, because we want to be on, we want to ride this way with y'all. Like yeah, yeah, I know we was cool, yep, I just had dinner at your house, but fuck you. It's because it's the outrage that's going on. It, it's the platform. It's social media. Like social media will force you to get some shit done. Like yeah. whether you like it or not. You have to acknowledge that social media is a beast. It is yeah. a powerful machine right now. Yeah. And it is able to either plow down or build up whomever 
It feels so. And it, it happens. All, I see it every week. Every week is a new topic that we are discussing that's yeah. like, take, for example, I mean, uh, let's rewind it all the way back and, and not get off the topic of uh, R. Kelly, but just saying how, no, we'll how powerful social media is. Bird Box. Bird Box came out as just a, a simple movie, right? Just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a nice movie. You know, Lil Rail in it. That's cool. <laughs> social media made that movie huge yeah. to the point where everybody putting on, you know, blindfolds walking in the doors. Well, I mean, it was just phones. crazy, right? It's because social media grabbed it and they pushed it and they Hashtag and they made it a monster. Yeah. Hashtag Bird Box, right? So everybody yeah. was Bird Box. They didn't even know who, uh, the this new generation is so just out of touch. They didn't know who Sandra Bullock was. It's like, no. yeah, oh, that, uh, that white girl in that movie. No, that's Sandra Bullock. What you mean that white girl? You don't know Sandra Bullock? Like, she done made umpteen <laughs> She's She's famous on her movies. own. And you just said that black girl in that movie. That white girl in that movie. No, that's Sandra Bullock. So, I just, social media is a powerful, powerful storm that will push, will make or break your yeah. project right now. And anybody is a fool to not ride that social media wave and not, you know, help help that make y- your case. And that's what these people in the documentary did. Right. You know, they helped it make their case. It was, a, it was a case that needed to be made, no doubt about it. But it made their case. But, you know, like with social media, I feel like just, just the climate of today, they... They blow up. I feel like they blow up the wrong motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> that's they true. They blow up the wrong people. Like the thing is, like positive things get shut down, and yeah. all the most negative, heinous fights, uh, little Twitter beefs, and like yeah. freaking like reality shows. All that shit gets blown up, and those people like that shouldn't even be celebrated. Are considered celebrities. <laughs> like it's just so sad. Celebrate. Just like even with the little the little ugly little girl that uh, uh um. That was disrespect. My bad, but that little tyrant that was up there disrespecting her mother on uh, Doctor Phil. Oh, the the black girl, freaking superstar. The black girl that didn't want to be black, bad, bad baby, bad whatever that little girl name. Which one? The black girl who didn't want to be black. Cash me outside, girl. Oh, the cash me outside. Cash me out or catch me out. I know, I know, I know. Well, they call it. They they changed it to cash me outside. Yeah, because she wasn't saying catch me. She was saying cash me outside because she was she was uneducated. So she was. Yeah, yeah. cash me outside. Like yeah, she was back in the real world. Yeah, and she became famous off that. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like people. We have this social media platform, but like I feel like this. It's a great tool, but it's just used in a wrong way. It's like these people. It's just like they celebrate the the most disrespectful things rather than uplift more positivity. Yeah, social because social media social media also allows you to have uh, snippets of your persona, not who you really are, but of your image. Uh, a showcase mm-hmm. and and whoever you want your image to be there that's, that's what showcase like. right yeah. so I could know you as a person and I could look at your social media and be like damn you know I mean oh, yeah. you be a little confused you don't know who's who on uh yeah. our manager is tripping so um uh, you I mean you don't know who's who uh you know according to their social media profile because I look at your social media profile and it's like damn she's really a moving and shaker that's awesome but I see you in real life and I'd be like yeah, that's how you know. A lot I probably of people wouldn't be lying. mess with you like that, like that. <laughs> but like, you you just you just know that social media a lot. Like, like, even when people use clapback for social media, and this is the funniest thing to me when people try to come at celebrities or whatever on social media and be like, "Well, you need to take care of your baby," blah blah, blah and just start talking crazy, cursing them out. But on their social media thing, it'd be like, "Child of God," 
and you know I love Jesus type of thing and then they be like well <laughs> you, you really love Jesus with all this language you just use on my end of my uh you know so people will use your social media against you because you just got this yeah. or your picture got like a stingy ponytail so like you give people you know ammunition to come at you but it allows that little piece of you know snippet of your life yeah, that's to be seen be private because i be coming at people here i'd be like nah i don't want y'all to pick apart <laughs> oh, oh they will pick pick apart my little pictures or whatever yeah january but 30th it, it's over <laughs> but no it does it does give people that uh that platform to kind of like to to pick you apart but it's just it's yeah, and people pick her kills apart. Kills to shut down they his should. page. I don't know if he did or not, but he should. like when the documentary come page, out, he, he went radio silent. Like he was like, he "I'm should. not posting shit else." <laughs> people was silent. just bow, 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 like dang, like darts at this man. Twenty like, years ago, you should have been shut the fuck down. Yeah, I was on Kale's page, Mute R. Kelly. I Hashtag mean, Mute R. Kelly. Yeah, Girl, people I was, coming I was one at of the ones that was fueling that little train. <clears throat> people coming at him, man. I mean, unfortunately, he has driven himself in the mud. Like when he say when he. In his interview that time, when he said, it was a, a straightforward question, <laughs> R. Kelly, so, do you like teenage girls? <laughs> and R. Kelly paused, and he was like, uh, so by teenage girl, what do you, what do you mean by teenagers? <laughs> like I'm just trying to see. no. <laughs> like, it's, and I was, I was kind of rooting for him, like, say no, nigga, no. say no. And he no. was like, uh, by teenage girls, what you mean? Like. Now, now you sound like a, a creepy uncle, like, okay, his, by young. or his like PR, His PR person was somewhere punching the air. Yeah, they was like, I told you not to say shit like punching this. Punching the air. <laughs> like, was what a, the fuck? It was just idiotic to answer that question that way, and it opened the door for all them other questions. <laughs> they just kind of spiral. That lets you know how uneducated that, like, how he, he was so uneducated because. But he got uh, back in the studio uh, right after that and started saying, I believe I can fly. And But, I mean, a person, like, an educated person. Person would have just been like, no, the answer is no. Yeah, I mean, they did come out to say he probably couldn't read and write the best. I mean, he couldn't read and write. Not saying that he couldn't read and write, but he probably wasn't doing spelling bees. So it was just like, (laughs) you know, it was that. that Because I don't want to bash him because I don't know. Allegedly, he can't read and write. You know, they can't. His ex wife and all these people come back and say he 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 wasn't writing that well. He could spell child. But then again, I come back on the ex wife too to be like, you married him. So you knew he couldn't read and write, but you was rocking with him though. But you know what? No. I don't bash him now. No, what she, like, I'm pretty sure, like, anybody that, that, I mean, because they call R. Kelly a musical genius, and I'm like, he, he has away with people <laughs> yeah and children he's so he's trying to call him the pie piper so he has a way yeah it's a but way, so yeah. to speak to the point where like his wife she married him or whatever she didn't know because anybody that would be like to the untrained eye he coming in here he composing music he you know he's singing and maybe writing she said a couple she knew. of letters or whatever down like but he told her like you know i need you to help me with this so she saw his soft side he brought her in <laughs> he he My drew goodness. her in like any guy to be like, oh baby, you know I got a problem, and then I that I nurture and self as a as it's a, a women bleeding heart type would be situation. like, no, I want to help you with yeah, this. Let me help I want to help you. I want to mold it, you. I it, want to take you under my wing. I agree that women do get suckered in like that and a lot. She took him up under her wing and he broke her shit. Yeah, I would agree that that's that could be kind of yeah. how it happened. Yeah. She do she hold a lot away. of that responsibility though. She couldn't fly away. Her wing was broken. Well, it's just that she didn't want to fly away. Like, and I'm sure there's some things right in front of her face that she didn't want to see. Yeah. And whether she admitted it or not, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was the case. Because as you have to admit, women sometimes do have a blind side when it comes to, you know, the man that they love and trying to help the man that they love. Like, when you see potential in somebody, 
and you know their heart and you see that they, you know, they can have potential. Women do have a a tendency to help and, and try to, you know, make that guy, you know, what he can be like, oh, I see this potential. He's such a great guy. I'm going to help him. I'm going to help him. So, and you tend to not see the stupid shit, like, I, just because you see the potential that's great. I think that's that, um, you know, when people feel like that person, they show you their representative. And that was, that's him. I, mean, I think he had a lot of potential. Just, and not just him. Like, that's a, that's a lot of people. Like, even with, like, just ordinary relationships that you get into and people, they can only have their true selves for so long. That's true. Like, they showing you this ambitious person, this person full of goals. And I got all these dreams. I got all these things I want to do. And mm-hmm. then, or they opening doors for you. Or they spoiling yeah. you. And they saying all these things that you want to hear. They reading mm-hmm. you. And you so busy sucking all of that in that you not even reading them mm. and seeing what their what their game is because they pouring that shit all at you all at once that is so and true and you over here like oh my god he's on great oh my god you, i love you're him. just trying to help that and potential he's, he's that's just why that man he's he's so he's He's so perfect, even though nobody's perfect. But, oh, my God, he's so perfect for me. You see the potential, though. You see what they could be. I think that's why. But then all that shit starts to kind of deteriorate. And they never meet their potential. That's the part that... you stay. That's the rule. You stay only because you waiting for that person to come back. And that was never them. Yeah, That person that you see displaying all this bullshit to you right in front of your face... That was them all along. Yeah. Like that other shoe, you was waiting. Like you never waited for the other shoe to drop, but the other fucking shoe <laughs> just dropped. That's them. That's who they are as a person. Yeah. And they was only able to have their persona for so long. Yeah, but so that's for anybody. I mean, they don't come back at this point. I mean, I I think we can agree that maybe R. Kelly. I mean, he does have it's an illness. I mean, I think he's sick. I think that he does need some professional help. Anybody who habitually. And it gradually escalates in the in the area of, you know, sleeping with younger women. Like, if you sleep with a young woman, like, once or twice, like, it's a slip-up. Like, oh, man, I shouldn't have did that shit. Like, and you correct yourself and you didn't get caught. And you correct yourself or she told me she was a different age. And you correct. Right. Not saying that it's right by any means, but I'm just saying right. it could happen. But when it becomes a, a habit and now you are are actively looking for younger people and you are actively roaming to see how many young people you can find and recording it and 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 and, and you know dehumanizing them and, and, and peeing on them and, and locking them in cages and all type not cages but you know <laughs> you know having them peeing but all type of just goofy shit like now you escalated to the point where you you are sick man you need some type of help that's true I and i think like... he did need help and he would reach out to the manager who, you know, told her on himself. He, he should probably go to jail, unfortunately. Because yeah. he just, I mean, just told on himself. But, it, you know, he would tell the manager, like, hey, you know, I, I, I'm i sick, man. Like, or I, I need to I need to shake this, or I need to get... this. That's what I wish and all these, I believe I can fly, and all these, I'm, I'm trying to say I need some help songs came out. Like, some of these songs was like, Maybe he needs some help, or like he might have been. It might have been an outcry. I think of some sort. I think at some point he probably like he believed that he needed help and was probably willing to get that help, and he probably needed somebody to push him. But they, but you got those people that's greedy, they money hungry, and they looking like, nah, man, just look, let that music be your therapy. Right. Like let let that music guide you. Mm-hmm. Let that music be your therapy. And because you can't deny he, that the man would come out with a hit every time, every time something hit the fan, as far as like, oh man, it's big, R. Kelly about to go down. He would come out with a banger, and it's like, 
But damn, you know, Trapped in the Closet came, was going on for months. I mean, he came out with, with part one, part two, and then, I mean, for a minute, it was like a hip hopper. Like, he was like, okay, what's going to happen next week with the coming out the closet? Then, dude, going to come home, and then somebody going to. Like, you didn't know what was going to. I mean, but he did that for a reason because all that, all that heat was coming down. Yeah. And, and he, he made a hit. It was a good distraction. Yeah, boom, made another hit. I mean, Space Jam was actually a kid's movie. But <laughs> and that, I believe I can fly was on the soundtrack. <laughs> it was. It, it was it was it was the thing that, that made that, that huge shift in his his career. Like that right. made him bigger than ever. And it was kind of weird how that hit the way it did because that was literally smack dead in the middle of his trial. Mm -hmm. He already had that that ambition and that that cockiness in him like, oh, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch this. Like he he believed this shit. It was more along the lines of like, yeah, I believe I can beat this. Yeah, I, I don't know. That. I think he might. I, in my mind, I, I honestly do feel like the song could have been partially about suicide. I mean, I've always felt like that. Like even when I, but as a kid, I mean, I think we sung it on our eighth grade graduation. Every night, yeah, everything about it. If you really listen to words, it's like yeah. uh, maybe this is kind of like suicide. Was, I don't know. And <laughs> you know, synonymous with people's graduation. I, we sung uh, it. The, the winning. <laughs> That uh, I'm the world's greatest. That uh, uh -uh. I'm that little bit of hope. Nah, no, nah. No. It was a it was an important nah. song. I mean, I, a lot of kids sang at their graduation. Like they feel like they were the world's greatest. I'm the greatest. Nah. Nah. And he had the kids. Nah, we had Tevin Campbell. You gotta get up, get up, get it. Oh, we sang yeah. Get it up. Yep. Yeah. To be we strong. Yeah. I'm so glad that I can't think <laughs> back into my young adolescence. And here are our Kelly song connected to but something the, very pivotal in my life. The kids life. who was born in the nineties did sing the world's greatest. I'm just letting you know right now. Not I went either. to a bunch of my little cousins' graduation and they was doing their little arms like I'm the world's greatest, like yeah. doing a little superhero positions, so. like anything, like any type of sporting event. Yeah, world greatest. Yeah, no, yeah. Probably, yeah I said all that to say the mute man came out with hits. I get mute. I got it. Okay, damn. I just gotta. I'm just saying, gotta, I'm just gotta saying the man came out with hits at the right times to get the heat off him. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah. if he in the studio right now and we'll drop something like oh, no. real soon no he did like when all this stuff came out with the sex code this motherfucker made a 20 minute what 19 to 20 oh, that, minute I'm sorry song, song of, something like that uh, i admit i admit that's and right, whoever right. had the goddamn patience well his damn diehard loyal <laughs> stands i'm pretty sure mm -hmm. they listed the whole 20 minutes but it was just it was just the worst you spent 19 20 minutes talking sort of singing on the beat <laughs> Uh, and you ain't admit shit. He kind of. He ain't admit to a goddamn thing. I admit that y'all accused me. Like that's what it was. I mean, it's the same shit with OJ. That's I mean, like, we said OJ didn't do nah, it forever. Then OJ went well, after after he got away with it. OJ came back to be like, well, if I would have did it, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> this is what would have happened. So like, double jeopardy applies, <laughs> and ain't nobody get mad at him. But what I'm like with with that whole thing was like, he admit like it, it was that song <laughs> to me. It just sound like. When a person tell you like, "Hey, well, I'm sorry if you think that I hurt you." Like, no, I told you you hurt me. You hurt my fucking feelings. Like, no, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like those apologies either. That yeah. And that's what that song. That's what that song was. Like, I'm sorry if you yeah. think that I did. Like, but you know what? I, I see why people turn the blind. Like, not even turn the blind eye. Like, we so used to like as black people, we so used to losing. We are so used to losing, like even all the way down culture. to like just as a culture, as a black people, as like just just even all the way to like slavery and all the way up until like Jim Crow, like all this stuff. We so used to losing mm. that when shit happens, like the OJ trial, like he used to beat the fuck out of Nicole, like 
daily. They even had like public records of her being abused, like abused, bruised, yeah. and battered. Yeah. You mean to tell me at all that time he'd been whooping on this woman's ass that you like that is just the farthest thought from your mind that he would actually murder this woman? Yeah. Like I don't be- I don't believe it. I can I can make the connection to be yeah. like if he had in his soul to abuse this woman, beat her on a regular basis, that he that that like that connection to whether he would take her life, I believe that he would. So you so saying- when he won People was like, yeah, yeah, we won. Wow. We won. Like, That's actually say a, a deep won. thought. It's we won. Yeah. Same thing with That's... R. Kelly. Like, oh, see, here you got this black man making music, and now y'all want to put this on him. People <laughs> see, people, you can't tell me, like, how many people that ain't seen that video <coughs> in the city of Chicago that seen that was the girl. Yeah. That was him. He did it. He did everything. I mean, the girl said, said it happened. I mean, he pissed on it. Like, come yeah. on. Like, everybody seen that he did it. <laughs> Even if the girl say it wasn't her, we knew it was her. He I, said it wasn't him, we knew it was him. But it when was they said, big, yeah. but when they said not guilty, it was OJ all over again. We won, <laughs> we won. I so they was that. like to to make you make yourself feel better to continue to listen to his music. It was like, I mean, it was alleged. He they said he wasn't guilty, but you know he was. Like it was a W for the black race. You Just like, like people, like I even made the correlation with. People saying like, oh, well, he ain't guilty. He never been convicted. I was like, yeah. So same thing with the Trayvon Martin. That man was not convicted for murdering him. But you know he did. Yeah. You're right. Come on. Like, come on. Y'all know it was him. But y'all feeling like somebody is trying to take something from us. But it's like wrong is wrong. Take him down. He don't deserve it. It's so many other countless talented black artist that's out here that's not even getting the praise ain't did shit that we know of but i'm just saying like because i don't know people's personal life but so many people that deserve that blind support that mm-hmm. uplifting that that really is a pillar of their community and does things positive in their community that deserve all that love that they give into this nasty motherfucker like deserves it (laughs) but they putting in so much let him go mute this motherfucker let him go (laughs) he deserves to be locked up thrown under the jail and everything that people was witness to and help and aided this man they also need to be right there next okay okay i I mean the great thing about about america we america great (laughs) thing about america is that we (laughs) we we do have free speech i mean at the end of this at the end of the day everybody gonna see it how they see it now you know, separate the band from the music to separate, you know, however people feel like they're going to do it, you know, that's how you're going to do it. You know, that's cool. But chime in. Let us know how you're going to do it. Let us know how you feel about it. Uh, we will, I, I would love to hear the different theories out there on why you are, A, either, you know, can't separate the man or the music, B, how you can see, you know, you know what happened or if you just die hard mute R. Kelly or, you know, I, I, I just, I would like to hear the overall basis of what the audience thinks about this topic i i want to i want people to like when they listen to his music i want people to really analyze it and think about what burst this track where did he get it from what yeah. what fueled this what what was going on in his life that fueled this music people tell a story through their music so listen to that story he's been telling us so i want people to really listen and me, on my stance, you can't separate. I feel like it's all one person. You cannot separate it. But I am also interested in listening to the feedback and what people have to say about this whole thing. So that's to, that's my standpoint. Tanisha B. 
Got you. Got you. You yeah, you are uh, un- unwavering yeah. on your point. Told you. What can they? How can they tell us about it, Tanisha B? Hey, hit us up at uh, Combat Diva Podcast on Divas, Instagram. Combat Divas oh, Podcast with an S on the end. What did I say? Combat Diva. With a oh, I'm noise. sorry. What the, I got articulate. Combat, Combat Divas. Combat Divas. There you go. On Instagram. Combat Divas Podcast. Yes. Combat, on Instagram. Jeez. I'm on What What TG said. Okay. So Combat Divas Podcast on Instagram or email us at Combat Divas Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You got that part. You know, or hit us up on Twitter at Combat Divas Podcast. Yeah. One. There you go. There you go. On Twitter. On Twitter. Black Twitter. Well, all Twitter. Okay, I don't. I don't separate black and, and white because I appreciate the white support. Like I appreciate the black support. Like I appreciate the Puerto Rican, Mexican support. support. Like I appreciate. Every, I appreciate everybody's support. And I don't want to single us out as just black. We ain't single. Okay. I'm just letting you know who. who yeah. <laughs> She's just letting us know that we and black. And we want everybody's support. Battle, 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 battle. <laughs> Let out. us know. We out. Combat divas, stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas.